Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, May 16. Um, welcome to The Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. Uh, Jafet, go ahead and start us off with prayer. Yeah. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for middle of the week. I want to thank you for all that's happened so far. I want to thank you for the time that we got to reflect on yesterday and the challenge that we laid down for our own lives. And we ask God that uh, today as we listen to the word, as we process that, may your spirit lead us into a challenge, a new challenge, a fresh challenge for us today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, this week we've been reading Romans 1, 8 through 17, and we, we read in different versions, and then we go back to the mm. English Standard Version. So this is the one that we read on Sunday, and I will just read it again. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will I may now at, least, at last succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome." For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. All right. And the recalibrate question that we're going to think about today, uh, this morning, is this. On whom or what do you lean for encouragement? On whom or what do you lean for encouragement? Now, I, I, before we just dive into that, I just wanted to pick up a little bit more on what we were talking about yesterday because we only have 10 minutes each time and so it's never really enough time to really kind of dive into everything. But I, I think that we, we, there's so much more that could be said about the question we were looking at yesterday on whom has Jesus called you to connect with. But I think it leads really well into this question as well on whom or what do you lean for encouragement because sometimes there are people who you may not connect well, but then suddenly you find out these are the people who've actually encouraged you or who've actually you suddenly realize that you've actually leaned on them and they've actually, even though you thought you didn't connect well with them, they became like brilliant people to help you out. Well, it's because you don't always, you don't always need encouragement. You know, there are periods of time yeah. where you're doing fine and you don't need to lean on anything. Yeah. So I think... Part of that, I don't know whether I have something consistently that I would say. I, I suppose I've always dumped on my parents a lot over the years, my brother, um, family. I have a select group of people that I think I would look for for encouragement. But you're right that sometimes it just comes really randomly from places that you don't expect. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a, I have a couple of, I have a group of texts that uh, with some brothers of mine that I, I just communicate on a regular basis, and I think that really helps me to be able to process a lot, 
talk about all things that are going on in my life. And I think we, we do need to have people like that. I have a great group of elders and I know that they're <coughs> listening to this podcast. So they're thinking, did he say that because he really means that? Or did he say that because he's checking whether they're listening to this? No, because I really mean it. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, brilliant. They're, they're brilliant elders. And so um, I think that it, it makes a huge difference if you have people, leaders who understand, you know, the world that you work in. And so for me, because this church is my be-all and end-all of life, to be able to connect with people who understand that really well is great for me. And they're a tremendous support of encouragement. I can lean on them, and I hope that they can lean on me as well. And I think that's actually really important to have people like that. Yeah, and I think it's good to think about not only who we lean on for encouragement or what, but how we can be encouraging to other people. Mm -hmm. Because I'll think, okay, I know I've had times in my life when I have been so low that I've really just wanted something to happen to be encouraging. Yeah. And often it doesn't, you know, that you're, you're thinking, oh, just let one thing happen right that will, <laughs> that will, yeah, that oh. will feel hopeful or good. And then you kind of get knocked down in some other new yeah. way. And, you know, life is just funny that way. Yeah. Those are, those are debilitating, crushing moments. And I don't know whether it, whether even even I've had those moments where people come along and they try to be encouraging, right? And they're like, oh, it's going to be okay. And well, sometimes I, that just makes you feel like you must be a major loser. <laughs> like they're trying to keep you from jumping off a cliff. You well, think, wow. yeah. yeah. Okay, are things that cliffs, bad? But, yeah. but I wonder whether it, it hasn't always worked for me when people come to me and they say, oh, you know, it's going to be okay. In fact, sometimes when they've said it's going to be okay, I'm like, you actually don't understand how yeah, serious this is. you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> And it hasn't been a word of encouragement at that time. Well, what about when people share some experience of their own, you know, that kind of authenticity? Mm -hmm. Like, I always tell the story of how when I had just had Joshua and he was, I don't know, a few days old mm -hmm. and I hadn't been sleeping. Yeah, I and I was exhausted and quite tearful. And the midwife came over and told me this great story about how she had had a baby boy and people gave her all these cards saying a baby boy is a gift from heaven. And she ripped them all up into tiny pieces and threw them out the window. And I remember just, just laughing, you know, and it was probably the first time I had laughed in quite a few days. And it made me feel so much better to realize that she, who looked, you know, like she had it all together well, yeah, and exactly. had once been possibly even more messed up than I was. So I think that telling things like that and not constantly pretending, you know, that you're perfect or that you are really infallible is helpful. I think that's actually very, I think that's very important. I think there are many people, um, and I know this of my, of our local community uh, in Boulder, there are many people who've gone through a lot in their life. Um, and I, w I wish that we, we had some kind of way for the community to actually know uh, a little bit in part of what some of the people have gone through because that kind of stuff actually helps other people to know that they're not alone. Yeah, Because I, I do think that a lot of people think, oh, look at that. They're like, everything is together in their life. They've never experienced any hardship. Everything's fine. They're looking fine. But when you understand that everybody, every single person has something they've gone everybody, through. Or everybody or that they're does. currently going through or usually. Or going currently. Yeah. Yeah, I think almost everyone has at least one really huge unsolvable problem. Yeah, so we've uh, or we've, sadness or you know something that just can't be. No, it's true. Fixed. They just live with it. We decided as a, as a group of uh, leaders at the church to contact every single person between now and September. 
Um, so it's from like 1,100 people. We're going we're gonna to phone and contact every single person and uh, get to know them a little bit. And there are, I know there are stacks of people that we've never talked to, right? Because they live in other countries or they live in other states or they haven't been to church in years. And, but we're going to reach out to every single person. And, uh, and so we've begun doing this. And the other night we were together, we were calling one number, one person at a time. And we got through to one person. And it's just, uh, it's pretty, pretty powerful uh, when you get through to somebody and they actually do want to speak and they do share. And they were encouraging to us and we were encouraging to them. And it was just oh, yeah. like... People's stories are amazing. It and was. And people are it amazing. Was. Yeah. What they do and how they, how they get through life, how they make meaning out of their lives, I think. I think this is what Paul really in this text for me is that he he wants to be a, a really powerful word of encouragement to them. I mean, when he gets to verses 16 and 17, which we're going to really talk about in a couple of days' time, but I mean, he's really pushing very strong that he has this incredible relationship with God and he wants to be this this beautiful, powerful word of encouragement to them so that they know, they know like him, that, that he is connected to God, that they can be connected to God, and that he's unashamed of this gospel because it has changed his life. And I, yeah, and you know, th- what I like about this text is there's actually real warmth in it, yes. which I don't necessarily always associate with Paul. Um, but he sounds really affectionate toward the people and, you know, like he cares. Yeah, I think so too. Which is, it's nice. And it, it comes through clearly and strong. Well, listen, our time's up right now, so... Until we connect again tomorrow, look after each other and uh, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.